Hello, welcome to Kaiju Curry House, your British bi-weekly podcast featuring all the fantastic kaiju goodness that you can handle. We are episode 90 tonight, and we are celebrating the return of Alex. Hello. Uh, thank you. Thank you for keeping the seat warm for me. I am, it's a very comfortable seat indeed. It's so good to be back. I have missed the two of you, and I have missed our dear listeners. That's um, awesome. Joe, what have kaiju been up to? Oh, right off the bat. There we go. Yeah. So joe has been up to a little bit um a partner and i we watched the new dune movie on monday which at the time of this recording would have been valentine's day so we had an awesome time so it was great i feel that it really followed the book i'm a fan of frank herbert's dune and it doesn't cover the whole book it's more like the first four or five chapters i'd say but well, I, I wouldn't call it even the first four or five chapters. It's been a while since I read it, but I am a fan of the book. Anywho, uh, it's awesome. Totally give it a check out. The giant worms are giant and awesome. They are 400 meters long, so that's pretty rowdy. They make uh, some graboids look quite small. In terms of other stuff, I also watched The Legend of Vox Machina, which is an Amazon Prime. Uh, I wouldn't call it an original, but Amazon Prime is airing it. It's interesting on two counts. First count is it has large, dangerous, scaly things, which we all love. And the second point is the cartoon actually stems from a Kickstarter that a D&D group put together. And it is one of the largest, most successful Kickstarter campaigns that has ever happened. And at this time, it has 12 episodes and it is not for kids. Think of it as Rick and Morty meets Castlevania in a D&D &D setting, and you've got nailed to a peg. But enjoyed that, had some laughs with it. I will say, though, you have to keep going through episode three. The first two episodes set up who the characters are. Third episode is when the plot starts. But in essence, that's what Joe's been up to, watching a lot of telly. So I will circle around to Paul. Paul, what have Kaiju been up to? Do you know what, Joe? I have finally started to read the Alien Picture Book oh. that you so kindly gifted me. Oh, yeah. So I've read I've read all of the Alien section. So I've awesome. I've, I've read all the info about the first film. Any standout facts you got for us? Um, there's there's one that I wouldn't really want to say on the podcast just because of how sexual um, Giga's you know designs were. Giger's designs were very sexual. I've yeah, seen the Necronomicon. I know exactly what that head is supposed to look like. Yeah, 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 what the egg was meant to look like originally before they changed it. Oh, it's it's yeah. very, well, interesting. It's not even suggestive. I mean, it's, <laughs> no, it's not at all. It's just like, wow, that's that's clear. what you were going for. Yeah. So I feel like James Cameron saved us a lot of grief <laughs> changing that design up a bit. Mm. Yeah, but um, yeah, it, it's an interesting read what I've seen so far. And um, I mean, it's not just the alien, you see everything, you know, like the space, all the different spaceships they had um, and all the different costumes they would potentially have, even the, the signs for like, um, like laser or chemical. They, they went in so much detail in, in planning this. And um, so what was quite interesting is that they got a lot of scrap metal from used airplanes to build the set because apparently that was so cheap to buy that they would just literally buy tons and tons of it and just try and hammer it together into making a set that was uh it's interesting i love how organic <laughs> the first ship looks like it, it looks you know like alive very much alive like all the bones down the 
you know the the alleyways i think it's it's stunning. oh the space jockey shit yeah yeah it's gorgeous it's i was gonna say the Nostromo just looks like space freight <laughs> yeah yeah but it's very yeah it's very well done space freight isn't it then um, oh yeah let's, let's have some fun the um mother's room you know where it's all those twinkling lights and they were saying oh you know if we did that nowadays we would just cgi it but um we actually had to have someone go around with black and decker uh drill make lots of holes and put in fairy lights you know, like fairy christmas lights because that's just what they had it's go. amazing how good it looks mm. and part it's of me. the magic of it yeah it's the imagination that sells it i mean it's your imagination that's filling in the gaps behind that facade of all of like the computers and the gadgetry so it's great yeah it's it, a, yeah good it, it's such a good film isn't it and yeah, i know so. that you can go down a rabbit hole with that but i do think that like the mystery of the first alien film and the space jockey ship i think that they've tried to kind of capture that time and time again with future films and they've never quite got it and like the more kind of law they add to it there's that word that i've missed hearing from you paul and <laughs> um, yeah but the more they kind of add to explain things i feel like the less is achieved because almost the joy of the first film is like there's so many questions left unanswered that's I it i don't necessarily the need only one... answering yeah we, do, we don't need one... we don't need an answer but it, uh, they have like a, a bit from ridley saying oh um I, you know this is a great franchise we've got here i can't wait to delve deeper into the the hows and whys of the alien so, no, we don't. We don't need to know no. that. <laughs> the only one of those films that succeeded the original was the second one, and the only reason that that film worked is because it went in a completely different direction. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't try to explain any mystery. No. The people were still clueless about what was happening. They just knew that they were in danger. Yeah, there yeah, we go. No, love aliens, um, and I also watched Terror from Beyond Beyond. Oh, right. the, how yes. is that has that been oh. released um well, he watched it i watched that it means, yeah. so i'm yeah so i'm assuming it has <laughs> i hope it has um but yeah um how was it it was so what rashad's done is he's gone for the 1950s like, classic sci-fi and he has absolutely nailed it Good. it for everything like the the um stop motion the suitimation the miniatures the music the like the black and white filter everything it's just it looks like it is of that time so that's it, awesome we're gonna have to get him back on yeah yeah, he, yeah absolutely but um, it'll be great to hear how that process went for him but um yeah he absolutely nailed what he set out to do so that was that's cool great um alex what have kaiju been up to for the last nine months that somehow <laughs> doesn't quite uh roll off the tongue really easily, <laughs> does it um do you know what like what i've been thinking of doing as i've kind of prepared for returning back i've tried to kind of narrow it down to some key things that have brought me joy so after i took an extended break from the podcast i did the following things like i'll give you a bit of life story i moved house which was um not kaiju related but incredibly busy and then shortly after i got really ill with rona which was not so fantastic and it kicked my ass i lost um over a month to that which was quite unfortunate and then before you know it it's the holiday period i was away with family and then you think oh like, how has it just you said earlier it's been nine months like well how has the time flow by but i have been doing so much kaiju stuff so i'd like to start off by um doing what i wanted to do ages ago which is to thank um joe and yourself paul 
because um, I finally received El Blanco. And uh, Joe, can you tell us a little bit about El Blanco as I kind of hold it up? Because this was gifted to me. There it is. Yeah, uh, I made a kit and our good friend Connor um, from Invader Design sculpted that and printed it off and I assembled it and painted it. And for those of you who can see this on YouTube, I did do more than just color it two colors. Uh, I, I, the problem with doing a creature with no pigment is all you can really do is just highlight and dry brush. So I did my best for it. Uh, there, there is a significant amount of detailing work that went into El Blanco. It's just not coming up, unfortunately. I, I, I love it. I mean, you're being a bit too self-critical, which uh, I've got no time for. It, it's wonderful. I was so delighted when I received it. Well, that. thank you. Um, also, I'm going to reach up and try not to make too much noise. Just give me one second. Showing a bit of skin there, Alex. <laughs> oh, thank you, yeah. Everybody tune into YouTube to give see the viewers this what amazing they skin. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. There we go. Yep. Have a look at this bad boy. Look. So is that an X plus Rodan? Uh, that is a 30 centimeter, 30 centimeter X plus Rodan. And those of you who listen, and Joe and Paul know this, I am a huge fan of the 1970s era of the shower films. And I have been gradually working my way through from um, 1971 Hedera all the way to Joe, my favorite film, um, Terror of Mechagodzilla, which is 1975. So you've got um, you've got five films, varying quality, might I add. And I want to basically have the entire lineup in 30 centimeter, and, and I'm working through it now. I was just on uh, the X Plus um, Facebook account the other day and I saw in the group that there was um, a big X plus reveal and I got so excited because I saw Gaigan and I think I even commented to the two of you you know I can see it it's there and actually no it's not it's a 25 centimeter scale oh. now I know that might sound a bit silly but to have all of my figures in 30 centimeter scale then to have one a completely different scale it just feels a bit well, silly Gaigan Gaigan was always shorter you'd have to see it next to a 30 centimeter <sighs> to see no he uh, is Gaigan I know is I know I just, just it doesn't is, I should say uh, uh. Um, on a, another note, a little bit different, I've started drawing and oh. I'm possibly taking a bit of a risk here. I've got some art that I've been doing because like, I, I want to stress, I'm not an artist, okay? Um, I've got a lot of artists in the family that love doing painting, drawing, but I've, uh, hopefully the two of you can relate to this. When you're around people who are super, super talented at something, it almost puts you off doing it yourself because you think, oh, well, it'll look really, really bad if I do it. But then I kind of thought, you know what, why not just draw for the fun of it? And I kind of did various sketches of different things and I couldn't really get into it. I thought, well, why am I drawing monsters? And I don't necessarily have kind of the creativity to uh, draw my own monsters, but I, I had a go drawing um, this beloved monster, which uh, Joe hates. This is the, uh, the little deferial hetera. So see what you think. Just here it is. Oh, that's a fabulous blurred out picture. <laughs> you know what? Still blurred. I, I haven't thought of that yet. The, the filter. It, unfortunately, good. for those of you tuning in on YouTube, Alex has blurred out the background because I still think there's a bit of a moving and a blending process going on. Yeah. But it is not recognizing Hedera's face as a human face, unfortunately. So we are, yeah. it looks good. It goes out of blur. Yes. Yeah. yes. Anyway, it's work in progress. So yeah, I've started drawing. And so I'm are you going for black and white or are you going to color it? Going for black and white. Black and white. 
going for black oh, and white co- and co- coloring is the devil's work it really <laughs> you is can't, you can't color something you love on the header train because do you remember when um there was loads of header gear that came out there were like loads yes, of a lot. i pre-ordered the C- yeah exactly i pre-ordered the ccp chimney smoker header and he's, he's on the the chimney and it's like neon pink purple psychedelic colors like metallic green and it is the wackiest ugliest most beautiful 164 dollars i've ever spent and yeah <laughs> I've, I've, I've gone for it um but yeah i'm excited about that so yeah actually i have kind of kept the kaiju thing going in the last couple of months so it's nice because i don't feel out of touch with it um but what i've been lacking is watching stuff so i'm hoping tonight that you can put some recommendations in for me definitely can try what's this about boxes oh we will get to boxes paul and i are about to have a box off however we have a new segment since you've come back alex oh it's called kaiju kaiju letters okay we're still looking for a better title for that by the way or any suggestions that fans Mm -hmm. or yourself have but paul you said you had a few and i have one okay yeah so alex um your mission is to think of a better name <laughs> the, the only Kai, kaiju letters yeah I, I the only thing i could think of was like monster mail just because it kind of rhymes with the m and the m but still not at least think a bit better we're desperate people please please let us know so, so people write in <laughs> anywho yes yeah. but some people write in so um ah, let's see so the first comment here is from tom tyler this is back in the relic episode we did joe oh there we go where you, you love the book i love the film We'll leave it at that. One of us is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so you say, um, great episode as always, guys, which is always nice to hear. Wow. Yay! And he's gotten got a question for for Kaiju Question Time. He's called it. Oh. Mm. Um. So basically, talking over the topic of Godzilla's appearances over the years, from when he was first released through to present day, what is your favorite Godzilla appearance from when he was first released? Personally, I'm going to go and rely on trusty CGI and say that the 2019 King of the Monsters version is the best because he looks intimidating, very much dragon slash monster-like with the scary spinal spinal details Mm -hmm. with his stegosaurus-like variant pointy bits. And to be King of the Monsters, I'd say he looks the part. Hope you're well and look forward to the next episode. Very polite. Thank you, Tom. Um, So he's going to CGI 2019. Oh, I like that he points out the Stegosaurus like pointy bits because that was referenced in like the first Godzilla, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, Which they he's over the dorsal in, fins. Yeah, the plates. That's plates it. Is the term, but uh, thank you. Dorsal was plates. it the? Uh, it was 1962 Godzilla versus Kong, the American edit where they have the scientists come on and say, "Yeah, they're looking at the book, aren't they?" The plated lizard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, great. so Joe, what's your favorite Godzilla? Hands down, 1984. Okay, yeah, you do have a lot of love for that, don't you? I do, because I think he might only be nudged out by the 2001 GMK Godzilla, but that Godzilla is the most intimidating, the most out to get you of any Mm -hmm. design or any characterization I've thus seen. You really do get a sense that, like, he is not a happy, you know, like, nature-loving, you know, appeasable creature he is there to get you so i really like him and i I like all of the dark like godzillas i like 1954 
I like 84, I like 2001, and I like the MonsterVerse Godzilla, but I like the MonsterVerse Godzilla because they put a lot of anatomical things in there, like the gills that I appreciate, just things that answered like fan questions. Mm. So I, I do enjoy that one, but if Godzilla is like dark, Joe's generally going to like it. What about you, Paul? See, I was a bit torn because I think there's the nostalgia for the like the 60s, 70s one, but when I first saw Invasion of the Astro Monsters, but looking back now, that's so goofy. Um, so I think I would go with the 90s, like early 90s, uh, Godzilla versus um, Mothra or Godzilla versus Violante late, later 80s. That kind of, he's, he just looks really menacing. He's really buffed up. He's, yeah, that, I mean, that's he's, the one. He's I've lean got. in that, isn't he? He's um, quite jacked. He is. He is very jacked. Yeah. Yeah. So he's perhaps not scary, but he is like a, a force. Yeah. So that's the one. I that's the one I've got the X plus of. That's the one I was like, I want to get that one because I just think he looks really cool there. Um, Alex, what about yourself? I think that. Like, I've got two answers, because there's the Godzilla that I love the most, and that would be probably that moment in terror of Mechagodzilla. I think Joe's mentioned it before, when the lightning crashes down. I think um, I think Titanosaurus and Mechagodzilla are fighting. The lightning crashes down, it's dark across the city, and then you just see... Godzilla's kind of face light up and he does that sort of look and then charges in. You see think, the silhouette against the black and you see him yeah. rise over the buildings. Yeah. That would I have think, been my that would have been like my second pick. To be and I think that, that gave me like goosebumps as a kid. I just thought, what an entrance. That I thought that was the single It is best his best entrance. entrance, yeah. Um, but in terms of when I think Godzilla has looked his best for in terms of how impressive he is, I think that shot in Shin Godzilla when you finally see kind of the fourth or final form, whatever it is. And by that point, you know, Shin Godzilla is utterly massive and the tail's kind of swaying. And, you know, yeah, I, I think that it took me a while to come round to Shin Godzilla because it looked so ugly because it is just a giant slab of meat and like the rows of teeth. But I just think it looks utterly hideous. And as soon as I saw Shin Godzilla, I thought, I want a figure of that. So whenever I kind of like sit down at my desk, I often look at Shin Godzilla, like even now I'm looking up and it, it looks fantastic. So yeah, I feel like it's, I'm stuck between the brilliance of uh, Godzilla and terror of Mechagodzilla and then the impressiveness, uh, the awe-inspiringness of Shin. Those would be my, my two answers. Okay. Well, there you go, Tom. Hope that covers mm -hmm. that. Um, Joe, do you want to go or do you want me to read my follow-up? The, the go one? ahead. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so I've had someone write in about folklore, Ooh. which is good because we had um, another person wrote in about their uh, their their favourite folklore, and I said, you know, if anyone else has some, let us know. So someone's written in to say about their their local folklore, and they're from Iran. So oh, it's cool. yeah, so it's Samira. I'll just say it's Samira. Um, and she has said that there's two favorite folklores in Persian mythology. Manticore, who I think is reasonably well known, 
but has yeah. different different permutations. So the one in Persian myth is where it's got the body of a lion, head of a man, tail of a scorpion, and bat yeah. wings. I didn't know the bat wings, but I know I know the tail of a scorpion. I always thought it was the tail of a snake, but maybe that's a Greek one. I've always I've always seen scorpion. Scorpion. Scorpion is it okay? And I thought he always had a head of a lion, but it's the head of a man as well. So I mm. has a man's face. A man's a lot face. Of a lot of art depicts it with the mane of a lion and a man's face. Okay, maybe that's where I've got confused. Um, but the other one is more... Uh, it's not, not kaiju. It is extremely terrifying. It's something you would probably like, Alex, actually, because... Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I can't actually, what's the, what's the thing that you like? Yokai. Yokalicious. Yokai, yeah. yes, that's yeah. the one. I'll say this sounds more yokai. Um, Anything yokalicious. So it's called Al... I believe that's how it's pronounced. Just A L. Just A L. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and the, the myth basically goes that um, when a woman's in labour or has just given birth, that she's not allowed to be alone for up to ten days. Okay. She must keep the lights on. And if there's any pools nearby, you've got to cover them up. Okay. Um, you need to put. So what if you live by an ocean? Then you're stuffed. Yeah. Damn. Um, you need to put iron around the bed and a pin in her dress. If not, Al, the invisible creature, finds its way through the shadows, walks on the trees with its long legs to get to the woman's house. It takes out the woman's liver and runs away. Love it. it if Al can wash the liver inside water, the woman dies. But if you catch it, then you can save the woman. This has gotten very dark. It has got very dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I loved. I mean, it's terrifying. Who but comes I up it. with this? I don't know, but it's like an Some old psycho. <laughs> I mean, it gets a bit worse, but I can leave that bit out. Um, probably best if I do. It gets worse. Mm. Jeez. I mean, I can read the rest if you want, but go on. We owe it to the okay. listeners. Okay. Um, when this the baby education and culture. It is. Okay. When the baby is born, you must bury the placenta with a piece of iron because owls are scared of this metal. Mm. If it could find the placenta and eat it, the newborn baby would die. And so that's just horrific. Um, its, its name means red because the, the creature has red skin and it has long legs to help it run away very fast. Um, they're thinking- How do we know if it's invisible? I don't know. This is what, this is what the, the folklore is. There's plot is. holes going on There here. is plot holes. I mean, it's called the invisible creature. I guess I think they. I think I did see that. Uh, it's like, like the predator. Because I googled it, that only the woman can see it, or something. They said so. It's like oh. it's very strange. But they're saying that they actually think that the reason this myth came about was um, like postnatal depression and like cot death or the death of a mother, yeah. and they couldn't explain it. And so in ancient times, they would blame it on this creature, this unseen creature, which makes sense. It's, That's brilliant. But it is dark and terrifying. Well, I really appreciate her sharing it because it's just like, wow, that's... I'm fairly certain there was a Scientologist couple, like a celebrity Scientologist couple, who they ate the placenta mm. after the, after they'd had a baby. They'd, like, cooked it up and done some kind of ceremony, and it was just it was very odd. But there was nothing... There was no reference to liver. <laughs> it's time for our first break. Oh, my gosh. Is it really? It is. Okay. It is. We'll come back with our final question after the break. Two. Welcome back to the second part of this episode, which is number 90. We are Kaiju Curry House. I'm joined today by my good friends, Paul and Joe. 
Um, something about boxes. Oh no, we've got third and final got a kaiju third letter. Third and final question. monster mail kaiju letter. There we go. Like I said, folks, yeah, we need we needed a definitive name here. When you say the definitive name, we will know it when we hear it. We will. Anyways, this third and final question comes from Charlie, who is 10. So Charlie asked, who would win in a fight? Which okay. is very topical, you know, for a 10-year-old kaiju fan. Yeah. And he said the kraken or this and this is from pirates of the caribbean this is the story's getting this or the megalodon from meg so the kraken from pirates of the caribbean not the clash of the titans yes kraken. he is a massive fan of the pirates of the caribbean kraken okay pirates of the caribbean kraken or the meg how big was the Meg? It's pretty big. Chunky. Yeah. Yeah. So it, uh, the Meg in the book series took out a submarine, like a military submarine. So that's an impressive feat. Mm. And I would say that it would definitely have the speed factor. However, well, you see, the thing is, is the Kraken looks enormous in Pirates of the Caribbean, but it's I've against not seen like the Kraken. In, I, I'm trying a, to remember it. I'm thinking, it, well, it, was it that big? It takes out the Black Pearl, and it's about the size of the Black Pearl, maybe a little bit bigger. But the thing is, when you think about it, as massive as that looked in the film, that's not nearly as big as the current military submarine, is it? No, that's it's. In comparison see, to that, it's cephalopods, smaller. cephalopods, like, you know, like squiddy things are reasonably intelligent. So like, so I, it's I, in I, Pirates of the Caribbean 2. Oh, Alex, Alex. I don't know which one it was in. Uh, like, I, I, I'm looking it up because I've not seen that film, so. I think it's like Dead Man's Chest or something yeah, like yeah. that. It's the one with Davy Jones. Yeah. I mean, I would go with Meg as like my reflex response. Yeah. But um, I don't know how good at octopuses are in, in fights. I'm assuming they're actually pretty good. Reasonably good, I just yeah. Say, yeah. I would have thought I mean, so, yeah. the thing the thing is, is like if it got hold of the Meg in the right way, it could in theory suffocate it because it could just hold yeah, on to it. That's its where toes. I was going. It would be a case of who got who where first, I'd think. It's a pretty even fight in my mind. I just love that we've had a who would win question. Because oh, I we've so... already we have had who would win questions. We get lots of who would win questions. Great, no, but I, we are I... we are picking selectively the who would win okay. questions. So no tell of a lie. I had a seventh grader today at school come over to me and said, "Sir, who would win, San Marino or Vatican City?" And I just kind of was a bit stunned and just thought well, it's such an abstract question. But I, I was impressed that he asked. So you know. <laughs> I've, I've got a I've got a better question, you know, for this. So I, I think I mm. feel like on Charlie's question, we would say it would be pretty close to a tie. Whoever got hold of who first, that's mm. probably who's going to win. But I'm going to raise it. So the Meg versus Moby Dick. Mm. The Meg. Who would win, Megalon or the Megalodon? There's probably a sci-fi film about that. 
See, I would be inclined to give it to Moby Dick. Not many people know this, but sperm whales can focus a sound so precisely that it creates a pulse that can actually paralyze giant squid. Okay, I did not know that. Oh, only you would know that. And I'm yeah, that's true. That it's, no, it, it, is, it is a truly incredible yeah. feat in the animal kingdom that, and they are very intelligent, having the largest brain in the animal kingdom, larger than that of the blue whale. Okay. See, this is the thing. Well, like, that's great. This, this is why I've been gone so long. I make inane comments and you bring marine biology. You know, you, you, you're far more highbrow. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, to be fair, Alex, I'm, I'm down here with like, I watch Shocktopus versus Megalodon. Shocktopus is so, Okay, so I'm... Okay, so... Okay, <laughs> so I'm down there. Well, we are <laughs> twins after all. There is a gentleman out there. His name is John and his last name is Irish. And he was friends with Joe in college. And I have always told him he should watch Sharktopus. And he keeps, he has always persisted that looks rubbish and i think it just looks no. like a great time i still haven't seen it maybe this is like oh, what i need to do it's such fun okay so should we get to this box off yeah Please. yeah yeah we need to set this up so for the listeners you might want to go onto youtube we're going to do our best to describe this to you mm -hmm. but a while back paul said he found a box it's been left untouched a time capsule from an earlier era it is full Jurassic Park figures, and then there's another box apparently that's made appearance. Tonight. Yeah, I just went oh, in the loft, and I was like, Paul has upped the ante and brought in another box. Overhyping it. The Challenger Joe has brought in a green plastic tub, which is also a time capsule. Things kept from his childhood, and I know that there's some Jurassic Park figures in there, so we're gonna we're gonna open these babies up and uh, see what's been going on. And do so, I rate which box is better? I, I think that I think that would be cruel. Yeah, you know, I think like, so. we don't, I we think don't we should just that. have a look and go like, oh wow, I remember that, or I don't remember this at all. How did that get? But there? if you feel inclined at the end of it, you know, if Joe wins, you can say. <laughs> you can say Joe. I mean, Joe's gonna win. Joe's gonna have like a Kenner T-Rex or something in there, and I'll be like, oh, the I've Kenner T-Rex isn't in the box; it's sitting over there. Can right, okay. I channel Brad Pitt from Seven? Yes. Can I just shout, "What's in the box"? <laughs> go on then. Yeah. All right. So lift off the tops. Oh, I'm just <laughs> dreading that there's spiders in here. Joe's already winning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have no. We need some music as this happens, don't we? We do, don't we? Oh my god. That's not Jurassic Park. What the? No. There's some Paul strange. Found a box full of different kinds of toys. <laughs> I've got, oh I've, got, I've got a duck. You have got a duck. Why? Why? Technically a dinosaur. Technically a dinosaur. Uh, yeah. What oh. I've got is a box of fuzzy felts. Fuzzy so you would felts dinosaur. I don't know if you remember fuzzy felts, but it was like they're like this felt. Is definitely it's, a British thing. It's made of felt, and you would just stick it on different backgrounds. Really? <laughs> what? Yeah. What? So you would what have, year was that? So you would have a background, and you would stick. Oh a, yes. A, so you would know, stick yes. a dinosaur yeah. onto it and a volcano, yeah. and you would just make your own little your own pictures you know and what? things. I think I had those back in the day. I remember. Yeah, that. back in the day. Yeah. I mean, this is probably I don't know. I'll see if it's got a, a date Ooh. on it somewhere. But okay, so I'm scoring points for going along. That's got some major nostalgia there. <laughs> that is I've massive. Got a point there. That was good. Oh man, you, Joe, what have you got? There's, I mean, there's not even a date on it. Okay, so I'm just. First thing on the top. So what we have here is a pillowcase. 
from the 1998 Godzilla. Wow. Joe. And it's got a different picture on the back. And it actually on the inside, I wrapped it up. My first X plus figure, which is a teal green, teal metallic green Godzilla versus Mothra Godzilla. Whoa. You just kept that in the box. I thought you'd have that on display. What? Get it on display. (laughs) That's so much other crap. That, that, that's crap. I have so much other stuff. <laughs> you know how hard it is to dust all this stuff? All right, Paul, are you going next? Um, that sure. point was for the X plus figure. That was good. Oh, you, like you, so you are awarding points uh, then. I, I, I'm, the pillowcase was fine. It was, it was all right. Yeah. Okay. That wasn't oh. even in the film. Well, uh, what's that, that called, is, that, Joe? That is, Dimetrodon, that is, isn't it? That Dimetrodon, is, is it? Kenner Dimetrodon Series yeah. 1. Oh, okay. that's amazing. Look at that. Wow, look, look at that. that. That's some good gear. Oh, that's a great figure. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, you're well okay. done. All right. You should give that to your kids. I mean, like, you know. Kids would ruin it. Ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> so, when they're older. Thing, well done, thing Paul. The that's a point. Thank you. I have the uh, Wave 2 Jurassic Park or Kenner Jurassic Park Demon Carnotaurus with the dino damage. And I do have the piece. But yeah, this is an iconic. It's an amazing figure. And um, yeah, he's, he's seen a little bit of wear and tear because I loved him so much. This is, this is the figure that made me love Carnotaurus as a child. And uh, yeah. I think he's I think he's awesome. And then supposedly when you pinch the neck, he goes, Oh, it's good. Which is like which is the gimmick that they uh tried to instill on it. But no, it's great. It's got a great texture and great feel. He originally had capture gear, but um that has been lost to the annals of time. Yeah, love that figure. It's another point to Joe. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Neck and neck. Oh, they um, never had is, a rocket launcher on a Jurassic Park vehicle, from what I remember. That is the Kenner Jurassic Park Jeep with capture gear. Oh, you've got the sticker on it as well. Yeah. It and it and it is the red and gray Jeep from Jurassic Park. It is glorious. So was this in the, I don't even remember this being in the film. Was it in the film? It was in the original film. It's the Jeep that picks them up. However, for kids, they had to add a bit to it. Right, okay. But yeah, because kids like things that fire. The the Ford Explorers that went around the park, just the tour buses, that ended up having a rocket launcher in the kids' line of toys. So I, t- I totally understand the rocket launcher there. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, looks cool. Cool. My turn? Go for it. Right. I have the uh, Kenner Lycanops. What is, and... That looks like a saber-toothed tiger. Well, it's well, a Gorgonopsid. That's what uh, species of creature it is. It's not actually a dinosaur. It is like a proto-mammal from the Permian Age. Mm. And I really liked this one um, just because it's got like a really cool design. Gorgonopsids are great. He's a bit shrink-wrapped now for today's standards of scientific accuracy. But one of the reasons I love it so much is it has a thylacine kind of paint scheme. He has the stripes going down the rear end. What's the marking to... on the thigh? 
Oh, it's so, the JP logo, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it's, it's the JP logo. That's how you knew it was an official Jurassic Park. And then the collectors, it had a number showing which one it was. But yeah. Cool. Well, they were numbered as well, were they? Yeah, they were. Wow. Okay. Well, this is probably the, the thing that I remember most, which is the proper no vehicle, way. which is yeah. the green screen does not like. It's trying to make it into our logo. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> But yeah, look at that. It's got a damage. Oh. The, the front comes off because it can oh. be ripped apart by the T-Rex. Every kid would have wanted that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm one of those kids. They I was just reissued it. Mattel Today. just made yeah, so just made a new. Oh, up. you have the rocket launcher at the end. Rocket launcher. Oh, yeah. on your mantelpiece, Paul. Even still got the instruction manual, Joe. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. That's incredible, Paul. I think Paul ticked down the family photos from the mantelpiece. Just put that up there instead. Yeah, that's great. That that's was great. Right. Um, sorry, Paul's winning at the moment. Oh dear. Sorry, Joe. Just on the strength of that, uh, that just, Jeep. It's just that Jeep. That, that, that's yeah. Me. Right. Well, I can see him with his tail, so I'll pull him out. Oh. I have the Kenner Ooh. Young oh, T-Rex. Nice. Yes. Again, the squeeze of the neck. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, they had the movable. So they have the dino damage pieces, which was there. But the thing is, a uh, great parent glued those in because Joe was always losing them. And a bit sad that, that happened, but at the same time, it would have annoyed me to pieces if they always looked like they were hurt. So I'm glad that they did it in the end. But the Kenner Young T-Rex is an amazing sculpt. The Wave 2 actually had an amazing paint scheme. Um, nice. It was blue with a yellow underbelly and some darker black stripes towards the top but it was kind of like a navy blue so like there were two paint schemes and they were amazing they later on re-released this figure but none of the paint schemes were just as good but they have an they have a great like real feel like rubbery texture and then what's awesome too is like the underside of the tail and everything has these amazing scales that someone sculpted that's smart. the top the top also has amazing scale detail just the sculpt is so incredible. And none of the figures that have since come out, like these are why these Kenner figures are so valued now. It's because they had amazing sculpts. They had great texture. You could wiggle them around and do whatever. Wow, oh, wow. That really okay. is bendy. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, like, contort it, it. Yeah, it just pops right back. But so is like, it hollow? It looks like... Well, yeah, it it's, hollow. It's, got, it's, it's got like cotton in it, but oh. it, it's, it's waterproof, the whole shebang, but they're... I'd be scared of the time they're... about kind of uh, eroding the rubber. Well, like the thing is, the rubber's really robust. The only thing mm. that's really hard are the teeth and the arms and then like the bottoms of these legs. But the thing is, too, is it will also stand on its own right. So mm. all these figures that Kenner did were truly incredible. I've, I've, if you go into the Jurassic Park community, like they'll tell you, like nothing has ever approached the quality of the Kenner figures. Wow. Yeah. Like Paul's Jeep and everything, like those are all Kenner. Brilliant, brilliant toy company. Yeah. More, That's... more. What's in the box? Who's this? Is that Dennis? That's, that Nedry? That's Dennis Nedry. Yeah, they made he him looks, quite I'm about to say, buff. he looks buff. He's yeah. not chunky and he's got a gun. That, yep. that is nothing like the film. Who's no. that meant to be? What? Nedry, the, the, the coder, the hacker, the, the guy who steals the embryos. It looks, it looks nothing like him. What, the, the guy who gets eaten by the... Dilophosaurus. Yeah. Yeah. Him. Him, yeah. You wouldn't think it, would you? I should have gone to Planet Fitness for a couple of months. <laughs> I think he must have done. 
Yeah. But then what about it's um Muldoon, isn't it? Oh, you have Muldoon. That's is awesome. he the clever girl? Yeah, guy, yeah, girl. he's that guy. In the book, he totally lives. His character look nothing like. <laughs> no, it's the, great, the Muldoon it? doesn't look that bad. The Muldoon no, looks pretty I good. mean, Tim there, Tim looks. I would say okay. Tim looks all right. All right, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he looks like a kid, doesn't he? And then we also have Alan Grant and Doctor Sadler. Sadler. Yeah. Alan's been uh, hitting the bench lately. I can tell. <laughs> They've all been working out. But I don't have I don't have Lex. It's strange. I seem to have all the all the characters, but I assume they would have done a toy of her, but I don't have her. You'd hope. Just... I don't know off the top of my head. Said, no, neither do I, but I just I've got all of these. Which I your figure's <gasps> completely yoked, Joe. I thought I just had Tim. Right. So I'm gonna pull out a couple of figures at the same yeah. time since since Paul felt so inclined to do this. Um if Matt Frank it would is be here for, forever otherwise. Yeah, if Matt Frank is listening. Um I have some Primal Rage figures here. I have the nice. collection. Is there just not a top? There's Vertigo. There's Blizzard. Nice. There's Chaos. I <laughs> said so that's the same one, but with a different color. Yeah, right, bring back Chaos. <laughs> bring, bring it. Bring, bring bring Chaos back into the shop there, because I think we need to appreciate it for a second. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> it's like a that. troll. Well, see, the thing is, is I, I do appreciate what they did with these figures. So Chaos and Blizzard are pretty much like the same sculpt. However, Blizzard's arms go up and down. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. But um, Chaos in the video game vomits. So he had like a squirt gun feature, if you can hear oh, the wow. air coming out of them. So they, they, no, so like they didn't just cop out and make two figures of a different paint scheme. They actually did something pretty wonderful with that. And then I have my favorite, Sauron, with a mouth that opens up. Oh, okay. He's pretty cool. Yeah, Sauron was always the coolest. But yeah, I do have all of them in this box. I know that. I was quite proud of that. But yeah, there we go. Some Primal Rage figs for you. What else have we got going on? Those figures came out in um, 1996, apparently. Hmm. They're Atari. Yeah. Yeah, Atari Playmates, 1996. And you can get them fully boxed, and they are worth over $100. Hmm. Okay. Um, yep. Not bad. Not bad at all. I, I just love the troll hairdos and the little <laughs> thumping arms. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's made it for me. I mean, I've got lots of little accessories and, I guess, baby dinosaurs, but... I mean, I swear, I've got a rocket launcher. They never... Where did they make this stuff up? The Kenner Labs. <laughs> They're scientists. This is true. The scientists. Pesky scientists. Well, I've, got a, I've got a good one. I think, I think I've got one that could... Uh... Go for it, Joe. You can go for it if you like. I mean, the, the Jeep was good, but the Primal Rage uh, troll hairdos is... Oh, I'm going even farther back in the time. scales. So how obscure is this? Do either of you remember the Kevin Sorbo Hercules show? No. Um, elaborate. So there was a Hercules show and there was Xena Warrior Princess. Oh, oh yes, yes. Um, from the Sorry. same universe. Yeah. Yes, yes. So in the Kevin Sorbo show, there was a Hydra. Yeah. Okay. I remember that. Yeah. Oh. oh okay. Very cool. 
of the Kevin Sorbo Hydra with the moving heads. Nice. Okay. And it has a bendable tail. Yeah. So I thought that was quite lovely. Not bad. Yeah. 1995. That's what it says on the bottom there. Weren't the 90s amazing? They were, weren't they? The 90s were amazing. Like for toys, for merchandise, for TV shows. Indeed. The 90s were amazing. Ooh, what do I have in here? I seem to have a little um oh the Dolophosaurus. Yeah. Oh, you have the squirt gun one. That's a is great it? one. Oh, it, oh yeah, yeah, that's got a hole. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I can squeeze oh, it. That's that's a great figure. I've also got the one that um not that it's working, but would would screech. I think you'd have to squeeze his oh, legs. Oh yeah, it, it screeches. And yeah. it would scream. That's a good that is a good I mean one. for how little that dinosaur is in the film it really stuck out in people's minds didn't it oh yeah it made an that impression was, for sure the it was velociraptor that would scream yeah. <laughs> very charismatic yeah. so it's, it's meant to scream but it, it's not screaming um yeah. and like that one there which oh good <laughs> lots, but... so we've got lots of movement from the velociraptors and even a little flying but uh, joe's bigger than that Hey, he's flying. Look. Joe, can you get the primal Wings. rage figure back in shot again to do that? That was a go on. This is like a King Kong versus like the Tyrannodon right here. <laughs> oh, I feel left out. Oh, oh now, well. now we're a little closer to home. Uh, we have a has my barrow gone. I'm just gonna hold that. <laughs> we have a Trendmaster Space Godzilla. Nice. That looks nothing like Space Godzilla. What do you mean? It's got the crystals on his shoulders. What more do you want? <laughs> we've got <laughs> we've got the Mecha Godzilla. Oh wow! Oh, Mecha God. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that looks good. Then yeah. We oh, where is it? Oh yeah, and then we have the Godzilla, which um, got shafted a bit in the figure design. Honestly, he uh, he he's a bit short and stout, isn't he? He's robust. That's what we should say. Robust. What else have we got here? I'm gonna drag out of this cave of wonders. I'm gonna have to stop you there, boys, for our second break in a second. <gasps> okay, yeah. that's fine. Uh, yeah. yeah. Good yeah. idea. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as we uh, take our second break, Joe's gonna hold up his primal rage figure again. <laughs> you really like this blizzard, don't you? I, I, do. I do. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get Hello. one off of you guys. Hello. <laughs> there we go. Hello, and welcome back to part three of Kaiju Curry House, episode ninety. Alex has made his return. Me and Joe have been showing off some amazing childhood toys. And in fact, Joe's actually still got some amazing things to show us. So, Joe, box. what's in the box? So, I rooted through it a bit because there's some other things in here, but I'm not going to keep you all waiting. Um, Trendmasters, Rodan, the, the big heck one. Is that? <laughs> That's that not Rodan. Yeah. That's like uh, Angiris. He looks so chunky and. Call that a Rodan. <laughs> I mean, he's not. It doesn't even have a beak, different. he's got teeth. Yeah, this is horns. Rodan like, always has horns. Not the X Plus, he doesn't. Do you have a Rodan that beak. you can hold up, Paul? Do you have a Rodan that you can hold up? No, I don't. Sorry, he's not. He's not a part of the Rodan club. I'm not. No. Right. So I also have. I, I have his uh, chest piece in this tub, but I, I can't be. You know, like I can't bring myself to go and root through it more. But I have the Green Ranger. Hey, hey, yeah, Dragon Zord. Oh yeah, Dragonzord's sitting up right there. For yes, I can see him. There's our boy. 
I got that out for the episode uh, where we interviewed our nice. good friend who's doing all the comic book stuff for Godzilla vs. the Power Rangers. I have my baby, Kenner Demon Carnotaurus. Oh, look at him. I know. He's awesome. I have my Armagon from uh, Primal Rage. That bad boy. Yeah. And he still he loves the- Primal He's Rage, a very spiky. So what's, what type of dinosaur is he, Joe? Uh, he is a abomination. He is a bunch of different things. Honestly. Because he looks almost like a Triceratops head-ish. Well, he, he was like... He he, he was a Tyrannosaurus Rex, Taurosaurus, Styra, Ankylosaurus, <laughs> variety of things. Wow! So he was yeah, cooked up he, in InGen's letter, right? That's just quite so. Mm. Um, I have a scientifically accurate Dimetrodon. Oh, a scientifically accurate one. Okay, more like it. Yeah, because yeah. mine was just like green. <laughs> that is the 2001 Carnegie Dimetrodon. I was going to say the Safari Carnegie are wonderful. They're the ones that I collect. Yeah, they're really lovely. I have some I'm really going to nice dig out my box of those. Got so and then, Carnegie. then, to end it all, I will oh. leave you with this piece of glory. A Godzilla bobblehead? Yes. Godzilla bobblehead. Fall That's out, just wonderful. Out. Look at that. There we go. And he used to sit on the dash of my car. Nice. There we go. That is the box off done. Oh, wow. um, Paul, anything else? Because you're in we, trouble here, mate. We went. Oh, no, I said I, toys. I, I found another box, but it's not really kaiju. Also, we had Grimlock from Transformers, obviously, who's dinosaur. Um, so what I mean to say is you let us down. And then, some, I mean, some Mighty Max, if you ever remember Mighty Max. Oh, Mighty Max yeah. was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so was... it was like um, a place that they would open up. So you, yeah. there would be, yeah. That's a wicked Mighty Max set right there. I felt. I feel yeah, like so this is like a uh, let's see, like a lava. Yeah. Creature. Mighty Max was like Polly Pocket if it was injected with testosterone. Well, yeah, it did was. Either, wasn't it? Did either of you watch the television show? Yes. Yes. Did you um, watch the finale? I'm going to say I, I did, saw, but I, I can't remember it. Piece of episodes, yeah. So if you watch the whole show, it's amazing. Mm, it is good. a great nostalgia, and it has lots yeah. of large, dangerous, scaly things. Mm. But the finale will always stick with me. It's so good. Mm. The bad guys win. Oh, okay. But, but, you know how his hat can open a portal? Yeah. yeah. So... They Spoilers. open a port. They open a portal Spoilers. to the no. They open a portal to the past, and what happens in the original episode happens again. It just starts them off again in a new loop. Ooh. But they know all the mistakes that they made from the last time, so you know that they'll win. But it wow. doesn't show them win. It was really cool. It's deep. No, the right the writers that is, of that show. Deep were really good for, for a good show and i really liked norman like, like norman's mm. like max is like you were thor yeah <laughs> i think what i loved about the mighty max toys was that like for how simple they were they just kind of they were a little face you open them up but then there was so much opportunity to play with what was yeah. inside that's it like, they really sparked off the imagination of young kids yeah so uh, I mean, Yes, well, would... um, Joe, I, I recognize that one. Oh, and Joe has a I Godzilla think, um... uh, Mighty Max style toy. 
I remember yeah. being about eight and my Christmas present, I think it was called Skull Mountain. Mm. And it yes. would be about that it's tall. The, it's like a bust, isn't it, of, yeah. the, of the villain? Huge bust. And it would and open up. I, I felt like the coolest freaking kid in the world when I had it. Um, oh, look at that. So this is like a dragon's head that would open up yeah. into a place. I remember that light from the up. episode. Mm. Yep, that, that's an actual episode. Now, a good place to get a lot of these folks if you go on eBay, because like there were a lot of Paul, Joe's and Alex's who had these and eventually kind of just pawned them off. And you can pick them up cheap. The tricky part, though, is do they the have bits. it's the little bits inside it's the part i have all the little bits i'm amazing that i've, I've, I've kept them so if you well. open them up and you buy them chances are the parts are missing you'll have the shell but not the little parts that, that that's the tricky thing but I, yeah I, I, I love mighty max toys my little boy and my girl they they, they play with mighty max there we go do they still do that is it or are they playing with your oh, toys no, no, no they're playing with mine yeah okay it's choking hazard nowadays. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. You can't just sell those things now. It's a choking That's, hazard. I hadn't thought of that. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, we could have died. Hmm. Have a little Dino yet, Riders character. Yeah, they didn't. Oh, oh Dino goodness. Riders. Oh, the Tycho T Rex was so good for Dino Riders. I loved that figure. Yeah. Wow. Well, they have it. As I was going to say, yeah, I think that. Um, do I need to pick which? Was there a winner or was it just a case of show what you got? Whose toys do you want to play with more? <laughs> Very personal question. Um, oh. I guess... <laughs> Why did you actually go, sir? You are positively uh, vulgar right, okay. on your podcast. I know. Um, okay, here's what I suggest. Your primal rage toy is in Paul's Jeep. Yeah. That'd be fun. You know what we should do? is we should invite a whole bunch of very learned, very cool people on this podcast mm -hmm. foreshadowing and have them talk about their favorite toys. That's Ooh. a great idea, Joe. Gosh, mm. that sounds like a car. Oh, we should really do that. You should do that at some point in the future. Mm. Mm. That's an idea. Okay. That's an idea. Well, if nothing else, do we still do that? Is that still do that yet? You wow, you've I'm glad you've been time. listening. You know, yeah, thanks for listening, Alex. Jeez. Yeah. If nothing else, so, Joe. If nothing else, you have to call me first. Sir, that isn't fair. <laughs> um, so I didn't have a prepared answer this evening, unfortunately. Ah. What I will say is if you are of the age to watch said media, definitely check out Dune, which has recently mm. come out which is a fantastic book and a great movie. However, if that is perhaps not quite the fun, quick adventure that you're looking for, if you like the Rick and Morty-ish Castlevania sort of thing, The Legend of Vox Machina is available on Amazon Prime. Uh, if you look into it, you will be able to find other media from uh, the folks that made it. However, uh, I have recently been introduced to it via Amazon Prime, and that's fun. And the first two episodes feature a large, dangerous, scaly thing. But like I said earlier, it is episode three where the plot starts. So if you think you might enjoy it, if you stick it out through episode three, it might be your thing. 
It is quite vulgar, though. Do not listen to it within earshot of children. Thanks for the warning. Yeah. Paul, what you got? Um, but you know what? I really want to go watch Mighty Max now. So you can see a lot of it on YouTube. I bet it's on, I was gonna say, I bet it's on YouTube. So I tell you what, so I'm gonna, if nothing else, go watch Mighty Max. And also, if you're um, I guess of our age where you might have a loft full of toys, please, listeners and viewers, go up into your loft or your parents' loft. Let's see what you've got. Yeah, let's just, see what you've got. Please Send and us share images. it, yeah. Send us images. We'll put it up on one on foreshadowing a toy episode that we might have with really cool people, and we can evaluate how cool your collections are. We won't judge, but we'll no just judgment. say how cool some of this stuff is. So send us pictures, folks. The good kind of toys, not those <laughs> kinds of toys. Dinosaur toys, kaiju toys. Yes. Wow, I've dug a hole. Anyways, continue, Alex. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, stuff to watch. I'd like to give a shout out to um, Arrow Video, Arrow Films. If you um, go on their website and check out the Kadokawa releases of the Yokai Monsters trilogy and the Daimajin trilogy, um, but, I mean, they're not particularly cheap, but it's, you know, it's £45 uh, respectively for the two trilogy box sets, but there's some wonderful 1960s, um, you know, kaiju yokai japanese tokusatsu goodness that they're wonderful and yeah arrow video do some fantastic stuff and kind of connected to the theme of our episode i'd say just check out ebay because the amount of these wonderful toys that you can pick up for fairly cheap and you know as the two of you've said dig out your toys let's see what you got uh, because I'm going to set you just down my Mighty Max and my Safari Carnegie stuff. Uh, I've got so many dinosaurs that um, possibly have uh, toddler bite marks in, but yeah, <laughs> I'll bring them along. Um, thank you, guys. This has been so much fun. Anyways, folks, keep it kaiju and stay tuned. we got lots of great surprises for you. Mm -hmm.